Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan here, Big Cass. Big Cass, I'm going to keep it short and sweet just to open up the show. We'll go from there, but Maserati Marv for Heisman, man. Maserati Marv is your Heisman, and he's going to prove it the next two weeks, but that was that was the beginning. Yeah, it was. Uh, he could have, could have, probably should have had four touchdowns. I mean, he had three in the first quarter. He was on. He's on, man. Maserati Marv for Heisman. Get it done right now. He's if he next two weeks he's good. He's gonna have big games. We're gonna beat Michigan. He's gonna host a Heisman Trophy at the end of the year. I gotta say, I love I, I love the Zach Smith show. You know, Menace of Sports, Chris Drew. <laughs> The one thing though they were completely wrong about was that Marv didn't level up this year. Marv is taking the next step. Like they were saying he hasn't made in the summer over like going into the year he hasn't leveled up. I think he's leveled up though. I think I think we're seeing him at the peak level right now and McCord looks so comfortable with him there too. It's they know like they're getting to the point now where they know where each like what's what and they have that chemistry. And it's deadly when you're kind of seeing it come out. And McCord is also developing that developing that that chemistry with Stover. You saw with the flip and like, you know, it's been we we talked about in the one game, but it was against Purdue. But like, McCord knows how to throw a really good ball to the back shoulder of Stover and like direct him out of traffic. And like the game before that, he threw beautiful fades to Marv. So like, McCord is playing an un. I think. Currently, he he's playing some great ball. Yeah, he is, and I think I think Buckeye Nation starting to know. I think they're starting to find out what Kyle McCord is all about, and it's 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 working. And I think Kyle McCord has really done a great job this past couple of weeks um, to solidify that. And I think Kyle McCord is really getting in his own, and. Um, He's starting to level up from a Honda McCord to a uh, to a Honda Accord to a Honda Passport, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> great segue. So, all right, if you haven't, if you've been on our Twitter, you know I'm just posting out ridiculous graphics of we're calling them the auto belts because the joke started with Gus Johnson calling it Maserati Mar, him Mas- Marvin Harrison Maserati Marv. Then someone said that implies an existence of a Honda McCord. So, My brother. Yeah, your brother, and then I, I we created Land Rover Stover, and it's not Range Rover because Range Rover is a more pricey version of like a Land Rover. The Land Rover, it's more gritty, more farmy because it's land. Like that's why we went that. I know Mister Ohio did Combine Cade. I like that, but we're strictly cars. It's um, <laughs> this one's dropping. It's JT Tacoma, JT Tumaloal in a Tacoma Washington truck. That's next. Uh, this one I'm saying I'm releasing right now. Camaro Carnell. <laughs> <laughs> and we got oh. my dad drives a, a a ransom fifteen hundred for Lathan Ransom. We're like, if you have any ideas to join the Autobucks, give shout them out. I'm making the graphic. 
But yeah, like, you know, there's so much nonsense going on with Michigan and taking away it like <laughs> I want to make this team fun again. So like the auto bucks unite. Yeah, I think Tommy t- Tommy Tundra Tommy Toyota Tundra. Oh, <laughs> oh that's the perfect one. <laughs> Tommy to Tommy Tody, Toyota Tundra Eichenberg. I mean, it, it, you could go list on and on. I mean, it, it's it's fun, all fun and games. I feel like Igmanosin would drive it like a drive a Lambo. Uh, you know, speaking of Davidson and Igmanosin, dude, it was a stud Saturday. I thought he had his probably one of his best games as a Buckeye Saturday. You know, five tackles, two two PBUs, could have had an interception. I th- I thought he had, he was in his own. I really do. I mean, honestly, the defense was great and everything. I I, I just can't get over the. This is my one takeaway of the game. Outside, of like our offense looked amazing. Where did Michigan State get a kicker like that? <laughs> like, uh, that dude's the best player on their team. That dude should be playing at like here. Ohio State. Uh, yeah, they had him. They had him taking field goals from like the logo, and he hit one. And I was just like, "Huh?" Can't even be mad. No, like that. Where they get that guy from? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. I mean, Sonny, he, st- he was the most impressive player of the game to me. I mean, Sonny, Sonny, Sonny Styles in the run game is a stud. He's just a stud. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's a missile. He really is, bro. He, the, he laser. The, the fact that our starting safety Saturday were 18 years old. That's mm-hmm. that's what's crazy. And Josh Proctor is 30. <laughs> I saw there was a play that Bill Rabinowitz um tweeted out, and it was Jack Sawyer, like he stepped inside and it led to a like a Michigan State long run. But like you watch the play, it's Sonny Styles chasing him down from across the field. Like, he literally is a missile, bro. And, like, I hate to say this. I was thinking about this, too, today on my way from in, on my way into work. I was like, I I miss, like, I don't, like, I'm thankful we have Sonny Styles because, like, I feel like after I watched the Michigan-Penn State game, I feel like Sonny Styles might be a difference maker. Um, I feel like last year, like, see, um, Ronnie Hickman, he got pushed around sometimes in those big games. I feel like Sonny Styles he's going to make some crazy plays. I feel like he's really going to be a difference maker. I, I do too, because it, the word on the street is Lathan Ransom's done. Um, that's just the word on the street. We're going to have to have Malik Carver. We're going to have to have uh, all hands on deck for the next two weeks. And uh, just because of what the word about Lathan Ransom and, and Sonny Styles is playing that, playing that guy. He, you know, he's, he's the guy back here. I think Malik, Hartford's playing pretty well too. Um, that, that the fact that Malik Hartford jumped over Jahad Carter is insane. I feel like Jordan Hancock, if if my eyes didn't deceive me, I feel like he was playing inside a little more this week. No. Yeah, Jordan Hank Jordan I, Hancock was inside because that's Denzel Burke was back. I, I feel like I mean I feel like Hancock will kind of step in the ransoms role a little bit. I could see that. Um, and then, cause like, I think our best, like Jermaine Matthews is absolutely, he can start at outside corner. He's going to be a first round pick. Yeah. He might, you might have some growing pains with him, but like, I, I think that's the best defense. If you can have Matthews outside Burke and then like move, move them, 
Hancocking a little bit. Well, Davison and Igmanosa. You need Igmanosa. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And Burke on the outside. Loaded. Hey. We're loaded, actually. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, we're not, I'm not worried. Defensive line, they need to start throwing holding penalties. I mean, and Michael Hall Jr., like he's been non existent. Um, but Tyleek, but the thing is, the reason why he's not, he's been non existent is because him and Tyleek Williams are getting held every play. Why do you think, and missing Tommy Eichenberg showed this week because, because, he wasn't like Cody Simon was not filling in the gaps very well, and either either was, um, either was Steel Chambers. But that being said, we weren't giving up the forty yard runs. We could give. I, I don't mind giving up the six, seven yard runs. I mean, it does get annoying, but as long as we're not giving those Donovan Edwards type runs, I'm okay with. Which that's that's the one thing that does concern me is the like after watching excuse me after watching Michigan just run the ball what was how many straight plays like thirty straight plays in the second half we like that's the game plan it doesn't matter what? if Har- Harbaugh is on side or not like we gotta sell out and stop what? the run well and and here's the thing too Ohio State doesn't miss the gap schemes very often no. So we get Tommy back. We're going to be just fine on that. And um, definitely, definitely JJ McCarthy's going to have to throw the ball more than eight times to beat us. And, um, like, you think, do you think, though, it was a, everyone's saying it was McCarthy. And I, I, and I, I don't think he's that good, McCarthy. I, I, I truly believe, like, I, I, I think McCord's going to be out dueling this year. Um, do you think, though, with McCarthy, like it, do you think it was McCarthy hurt, or do you think it was more that the play calling? It was play uh, calling. I think it was play call. I think they were afraid to call anything but a run. I th- I don't think I think it was more an indictment that they didn't have good play calling. Well, I think the tackle there, the ends of Penn State were getting so much pressure on McCarthy that McCarthy had to run the ball a lot more than he had to throw. Don't get me wrong; he was six. He was six of eight throwing the football, but. He was also running for his life and had to get out of the pocket and scramble for some yards. They had a, they designed a couple of nice QB runs for him. Um, like on the second drive, he had a first down out of it. Um, so like, and I I know we're looking. I'm just throwing it ahead. Just what Sonny Styles could do and what he showed me on Saturday is he could be that mirror that mirror uh, QB spy for McCarthy when we get into that. We still got we still got a week two weeks for that so we're we'll be we'll we'll discuss that more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also from the also back to the Michigan State game now, I thought what was impressive was just like Xavier Johnson got married the night before <laughs> he was out there and he had a lot of yards on the day. He had a couple nice like catches and runs. I think he probably finished like almost like a hundred total yards or something. Like he had a how, great game. And how about the fact that we rotated him? Chip and Travion, and they were at least some t- a few times that game. Both there was two of those guys in the backfield together. I, I love like that. that. No, I like that. It creates it creates a little confusion, and it's like getting your explosive guys involved in different ways. I I absolutely loved it, and it's it's something that like teams haven't really seen much of before. So like we could put that at like they're not they're not scouting for that. That's brand new to them. Right. I. 
The only thing I didn't like, and we both discussed this, was a typical Ryan Day took the foot off the gas. No, he does. It's it's not even. I hope he takes the foot off off his gas. The gas. I just. I wish he trusted his younger guys more. Run your offense with them. Like run. Yeah. Let them play. Like we just call the most basic stuff. Like, and it's just boring. I wanted to. I wanted to see Jelani Thurman play more. I wanted to see Evan Pryor play more. I wanted to see. He holds throw the ball. Like, like yeah, like no, like call some four verts or something. Like every play, it was just like uninspiring. Let, like let Brandon, let Brandon, in, let Brandon Ennis cook someone. Like you know, yeah, it was like a dive to Evan Pryor, or just like out routes to Jelani Thurman. It's so basic stuff. Like run. That's um, the offense can be run so much more exciting. I think. I agree, and I agree, and. We're nitpicking, but like, yeah. I, I just I do feel like Urban would have. Oh, well, he would have hung seventy on him. Yeah, but he would have been running his stuff with the new guys to get them ready to run it. Yeah, like I feel like we don't get as much because of it. We don't get as much content, good content for like highlight clips and stuff because it's so important for those guys to be putting up like plays and stuff and running off and so like everyone can write their articles and stuff on it. Like I want to know, like, yeah, we got some stuff about Jelani Thurman. But I want to know more about um. Give me a random dude on the offense. Uh, Noah Rogers. Oh yeah, Noah Rogers. Like maybe Noah Rogers would have had a catch or two, and then we could talk yeah. about that. But Lin- well, no, Lincoln no. Lincoln Kane holds throwing more than two passes. Like because uh, like you know like those guys those guys practice and play like they they practice so hard like you gotta play them trust trust your players that's what irks me the most. What irks me the most is continuous and how bad Parker Fleming is, but. He wasn't this bad this week. He wasn't this bad. So, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm ready to hand out Buckeye Lee. So, I, I am too. Uh, I want to go de- uh, defense first or special teams. Well, special teams. I'm going Jaden Ballard because he actually shown flashes that he can actually take a return for some good. First. He almost broke that too. Yeah, he he almost. He almost so I'm going Jaden Ballard with one of mine with my special teams. Uh, special teams. Yeah. This one doesn't count as special teams, but like he's he's kind of like a special teams guy, but like he was just everywhere with Xavier Johnson. I'm just giving giving one to. Um, he's not really a special teams guy, but like kind of I don't know. What is he a wide receiver slash running back? Like what is he utility? He's utility, so I'm just putting him under like special teams. <laughs> I'm I'm going to put utility. I like that. Just utility. Utility. Perfect. Utility. Like it's not offense or defense, but I mean it was all offense. But he was just like he did everything. All right. Uh, my offensive Buckeye leave because I'm going to let you have. I'm going to let you have it. I'm going with. Honda McCord, Kyle McCord. He was. I thought he hit that pass to Stover was probably was so great awareness. I mean, I think the three offensive Buckeye leads. Well, I, I we absolutely got to give one Maserati Marv. Nah, that's a no brainer. Um, I love that we got him a jet sweep. <laughs> By the way, I loved every second of that because <laughs> for some reason, when you run a jet sweep with a Mecca. It's not fun, but like when you run it with Maserati Marv, it works. 
is we run that same play with a Mecca or Xavier Johnson. It's a two yard loss. <laughs> You're right. Um, I, I, I consider Xavier Johnson as a utility player. Yeah. I mean, off it, off, off a player. So I threw him in an offense. Okay. All right. Defense. Um, uh, it's a tough one. I'm going with Davis and Igmanosin. Davis and Igmanosin. I'm going to read off his stats. I don't want to. I don't care about the baseball score between the Broncos and Bills. Let's see. That's literally a baseball score. It's a it's a good game. All right, Davis. Here's why Davis and Ibignosen, as I said earlier, as I said earlier, he had five tackles, three solo tackles, and two pass breakups. Davis and Ibignosen. I took. I'm taking uh, Sonny, just because like. He obviously had a sack, but he was a heat-seeking missile on that other play I highlighted earlier. Um, so I'm going with Sonny. Is it Sonny Styles, defensive Buckeye? You have to. Which I think Sonny Styles is it Sonny Styles or Marv who's gotten the most Buckeye leaves from us this year? That's a question. Probably Sonny Styles because I've had a homer pick a couple times. Well, like we homer picked, but now he actually is like he, every time <laughs> you got to put him on there. Well, do we do we do one more or? Yeah, let's do. I mean, uh, Stover, were you thinking or? Oh, defensively, let's do defense. Three defense, three offense, which we already did in the offense. Malik Harford had four tackles, four solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he played well. I, I'm I'm cool with that. Jermaine Matthews, three, one pass deflection, three tackles, two solo. JTT, hell, he had one tackle. They they held him that one play, though. Yeah. Who had a holding call. Jair Brown played? Yeah. <laughs> they did. It was a Spider-Man meme with him and Marv. Like, after Marv scored, he went up to him. And they're like, but, like, he's so much smaller than Marv. But it was like the Spider-Man meme. Yeah, I'm going Malik Hartford. Okay, I'm cool with it. I like and who it. was our and who was it? Jaden Ballard. He's one special teams. I'm gonna put punt returner. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Stover should have gotten one. I don't know how Stover <laughs> give Stover one. I just want to point that yeah, out. Yeah, we'll throw Kate in there. And tr- uh, what about Henderson? Nah. I feel like Stover deserves one, uh, not only for the touchdown to two minute drill, but for like the pitch play too, like the uh, the McCord underhand toss play. Like Stover came to play. Um, I mean Trey played good too. Trey, no Trey should good. Trey should have had a bit, couple big runs that he just didn't bounce. Like I was like, what are you doing, Trey? Like. Elcat Henderson, come on, man. 
That's why Land Rover Stover made the list. <laughs> Is it I N or E N for Jaden Ballard? Uh it's a gr- I'll look it up right now. I'm terrible at spelling sometimes. Oh, it's Ian. I got it right. Does he not have a catch this year? Mm-hmm. What? He had one punt return one punt return for eleven yards. Dude, he doesn't have a catch or a touch this year on offense. What? Eh, interesting. How is anyone just realizing this? Not not in any of these games. Yeah, like obviously the punt return. But wow. That's I'm weird. putting I'm putting special teams because he had some tackles on special teams. No, he did. No, but like they're just not using him on the offensive side. That's uh-uh. odd. Interesting. Malik Hartford safety. There's no what. There has to be. Does he not have a tackle? There's no way this is correct. That being said, okay. Now we're just we're nerding out about Jalen Ballard stats. <laughs> All time moment there. Hey, that being said, Harbaugh thinks it's good. Harbaugh thinks Michigan's America's team. Well, I mean, if you kind of look at the current state of America, fine. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he also thinks it'd be cool to be like Tom Cruise from A Few Good Men. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. I just, I feel like the America's team thing is hilarious. It's like, yeah, you know what? Both America and Michigan football are run by delusional people in their administration. He, he, and here's he, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He said he wants to be like Tom Cruise and a few good men. Doesn't Jack Nis- Nicholas said say if you want the truth, you can't handle the truth? Or am That's, I wrong? It, it, well, isn't he gonna like speak in front of the NCA committee now or something? It says right. Jim's gonna. That's what it's gonna be like. He's gonna be like. He's gonna do something like that. It's it's just ridiculous because. We all know they did something, and they're gonna fight it. And there's like they're just they're just fighting it at this point to play in the championship, even though it's gonna mean nothing because they can't like it's gonna get all stripped. So I don't even care. Like it's just it's the dumbest stuff. Um, I it's the TRO stuff too, bro. Nonsense, absolute nonsense. This TRO, it, it like. You're telling me for COVID we couldn't have gotten a TRO done on the Big Ten the entire time when when they shut down the season? I, I this seems ridiculous for Michigan football. So Jack Jack Nicholas said Jack Nicholas said in a few good men, as Colonel Nathan R. Jessup, you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. So if he's implying that he wants to say the truth, Harbaugh, this does make sense. A few good men. He can't handle the truth because if he was speaking the truth, he we wouldn't be in this mess. Yeah. It's and the fact that they're wearing the Michigan versus everybody and stealing the Ohio against the world, like blatantly. They steal everything. They're just uh, and they act they're so they just they deny it or they just I don't know. 
They stole the killer's Mr. Brightside fame. Fame. Like, they made that song popular again, and I hate that song now because of them. A lot of people use it, though, honestly, now. Ohio State don't. We used to. We literally, the week before they beat us in 2021. Yeah, I was at the Michigan State game. You were there, too. Now we play, I don't even know what we do now. It's, like, different every week. We need to pick, there needs to be a like a new song that gets everyone hyped. I think they need to do that. You know what gets everybody hyped is the ball, the ball crashing thing in the in the middle of the third quarter into the fourth quarter. That, um, yes. Yeah. That that'll continue to happen until someone gets hurt. <sighs> yeah. I made a I made up a great point because my wife said some they probably have to sign waivers before that. I was like, well, why the hell did they take Mirror Lake away? They could have signed a waiver for Mirror Lake, but no, some drunk drunk Ohio State fan, some drunk student decided he's gonna dive head first into a fucking two foot Mirror Lake. Get rid of that tradition. I'm not gonna lie though. All right. I've done the Mirror Lake jump. <laughs> it, it's the fucking best thing ever. It's very dangerous. I could like Looking back on it, it was extremely dangerous, and I'm shocked that it, only one person died. Actually, looking back on it, but it was because they were a dumbass. It was, and that's the problem these days. We need a mirror league jump as a community to take our anger out on. Like it got fun. Ooh, another Josh Allen pick. It got it got fun. The mirror league jump when they put up like the <laughs> the fences and stuff, and we had to like knock them down. All students would run in. Like that was the best. But no. Now, now we have to like, now it's now people protest and stuff. Like, I feel like people would not protest as much as if we could have Mirror Lake jump back and just like rip down the fences and jump back in. The people protesting right before the team walks over about how corrupted the, the, uh, Dr. Strauss thing was, it gets, gets on my nerves every week when I'm standing there in line to watch the team walk. I have to listen to these guys protest. About it. It's like, dude, I get it. It's unfortunate. There's a lot of these rape victims, blah, blah, blah. Ohio State may have hit it, may or not have hit it. Who gives a shit? We're here to watch some football. We don't need you to be protesting about that shit. Yeah. Well, it's like, all right, every time, not to get in the protests, not the protest podcast, but uh, how come game when every time game day's here, it has like the giant Jesus sign? It's every time, but I never see it anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just annoying. But it gets hey, when they try to do big new kickoff, big new kickoff's like, nope, out, get out of here. They kick them out. <laughs> yeah. Good for big good for big new kickoff. <laughs> yeah, good for big noon kickoff. Minnesota this week. We get to preview them later on this week. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I think I think it's a uh, Minnesota. It's gonna be a good game. We'll get we'll get more into it. Sing, sing, senior day. It's gonna. It's four o'clock on Big Ten Network. Why did Minnesota have to be bad? I'm I'm just happy they they blessed us with a four p.m. game for the last game of the year. That's a great way to go out. Like it'll start in the day, but like it'll be a night game because like the sun sets so early by halftime. It's a night game. Yeah, I like it. I like it. No, you get best of both worlds. It's gonna be. Eh, it's not too late. You get to go home, watch watch late night stuff. I can't wait to be there. It's gonna be beautiful. Hopefully, I'll be, be there. there. It's gonna be awesome. 
Yeah. Could be a lot of fun. Oh. Cass, what about what about Straubers Burrow? I know I know you're salty because the Bengals lost, but I'm not know. salty. I just Tyler Boyd makes that catch, the Bengals win. So Oh, oh, you're telling me I had Tyler Boyd in fantasy. Um I'm gonna lose by like five. Stroud is him. That's all enough said. I just love how he always has something like every time he speaks that dude it's it it might sound like weird and intense when it comes out of his mouth but like he always says the right thing <laughs> it, yeah if he might be like he might deliver it in like a very serious way but like he always says like the correct right smart right like kind answer it's like he's he's gr- he's a great public speaker I, I truly gotta say that about the man right you know who's not a Good public speaker, Sharon Moore. <laughs> no. It was, no. It was so cringy. So cringy. I get you're trying to back your guy, but to go on national TV in front of Jenny Taft and cry, it made it cringy. If here's the thing, Michigan fans, if that would you guys gave Ryan Day a bunch of shit for saying, well, I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now, but you you don't you want to defend this? You guys are the biggest bunch of hypocrites in the world. Desmond Howard went out in 2011 and said basically that Jim Trestle deserved to get fired for for what? Not telling the compliance department that these guys were receiving tattoos for free benefits because a tattoo shop got raided by the FBI, but yet your coach has seven allegations against him, lack of institutional control, but you want to back this shit up? Come on. This is bull- bogus. Gosh, you're 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 heated, bro. I love it. I I just don't get it out of these guys. And big game boomer, you could go to hell, dude. You don't know. <laughs> dude, you have the worst takes of all. You have a you sit here and say oh Ryan Day is in big trouble blah 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 but you have them beating Alabama in the Sugar Bowl and playing Michigan in the national championship game, like come on dude you hate Ohio State because the Oklahoma Sooners suck. He took my that's my final four from last year. <laughs> oh, I had Ohio State versus Michigan, Alabama and Georgia, but uh, I could see it like I. I I could see it, ain't it happening. It ain't happening. Yeah, I could see it. Because if if Oregon beats Washington, they are going to the college football playoff. Who? who what if Oregon loses? Who does Oregon play next two weeks? Oregon State. Oregon State. Okay. And Washington State this week. They they might drop one of those, bro. They could drop one of those easy. It's possible. I'm it's not, possible. Um, it's possible. If Florida State, Florida State would have to lose. To at least Louisville. Keep keep your eye on the Big Twelve. Keep your eye on the Big Twelve. If Texas drops another, we're, like that's one gone. And then with Florida State, I think Florida State's good. Yeah, they'd have I, to lose. They'd have to lose to Louisville. I think Florida State's good. I really do. I think it'll be. It just yeah. I, I it's just gonna come down to the game. That's all. It's gonna come down to me. Ohio State is going. Ohio State win, just win, baby, because you're going to have to. You're going to have a match with Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. Who can even cover it over? It, the over between them and Rutgers was twenty eight and a half. 
and they won 22 to nothing. How funny would it be if we beat, beat Michigan and then just lost to Iowa in the Big Ten Championship? <laughs> We're still in, right? I, we would still be in. I don't think so. You don't think so if we lost to Iowa? I don't even think Michigan would be in, so. No, Michigan definitely wouldn't be. No. If we were if we were 12. What if this happens? Michigan beats us, but they get somehow some of the NCAA and Big Ten say come out and say, you're disqualified from the Big Ten championship. Next highest team. Which would be Ohio State. I'm not going to lie. If I'm the Big Ten, that might be the smartest thing to do because one, it basically gets both your teams in because Ohio State's going to win the conference. <laughs> They're going to get be like, oh, we have the Big Ten championship, and then Michigan might get in just being twelve and zero. Yeah, and that that's devious, but I'm yeah. here for it. And I think I think Tony Petiti might be working some magic. Hopefully, I think I think. Here's what's going to actually really happen. They're going to go to this hearing Friday, and they're going to come to a conclusion where nothing's going to be answered until Monday. They're going to go in and beat Maryland, and then Monday morning, Jim Harbaugh will be – the injunction will pass, and he'll be able to coach against Ohio State. That is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I'm happy. I'm just happy he got the Penn State game at this point. It's, I think the damage has been done. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, it's really thrown them all. It's going to like, it's going to wear on them eventually. It's, yeah. it, it, it might not wear on them now, but like come Ohio state, we, I think we have a, an upper hand now because of this. And we're uh, not talking about it. Yeah. And we're, we're moving on. So Cass, I know we got about 60 seconds left. Anything else you got? No, I'm good. I already got it out of the system. No, I love it, man. I, I think. Yeah, we're moving on. We're moving on to Minnesota. Minnesota this week. We're on to Minnesota, as Belichick would say. So, as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Butcher Nuts podcast. And go Bucks. Go Bucks.